You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello and welcome to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Bulletin, wrapping up all of the biggest stories in the news for the last seven days. My name is Wendell Hussey. You'll notice the uh, golden tonsils of Clancy Overell aren't opening up the show today. We'll talk about where he is in a second, but I'm joined by Effie Bateman in the studio. Effie, how are you? I'm good, Wendell. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. It's certainly been a huge week here in the newsroom. Um, We're going to discuss why that is in our first story today. Errol Parker is enjoying himself. He's down in Adelaide. He's uh, done another pink show, three Mm. now. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, he's doing Scott Morris and Taylor Swift levels of attendance at uh, Mm -hmm. certain artist shows. He's had a great time in Adelaide. He's a little worse for wear and um, I just think emotionally quite drained from the whole thing. Well, that's going to be Clancy Monday because I heard he's gone to Sydney for Pride. Yep. Uh, I believe after we were discussing gay lingo and he's learnt that he's a bear and he's quite excited about that. Yeah, I think mm. so. He, d- he quite often does get down to Sydney for these things. Obviously, his editor of newspaper has to um, show up and network and see a you know variety of different people. Um, so I think he's quite excited for that. It's obviously been a quite a tough week in the newsroom and we should probably address the elephant in the room. There's a lot of buzz around town, a lot mm. of people talking. Been quite a change to the, uh, the journalism landscape here in Batuta. Because this is our first story of the week. The Batuta Advocate has laid off 193 staff from our Queensland newsroom following Scott Morrison's farewell from Parliament. Obviously, uh, we've survived the cut, Effie, which is great, um, but it's pretty empty around here. Yes, so Scott Morrison, MP, has delivered his valedictory speech in Parliament this week as the 30th Australian Prime Minister retires from federal politics. His speech was exactly what the people of Australia had come to expect from him throughout his 17-year career in politics. Starting with a lengthy attempt at trying to appear like an everyday daggy dad before stoking fears about foreign threats and then finally finishing with some raw Christianity. Yeah, it was trademark. Uh, That's obviously led to big changes here in the Batuta Advocates newsroom. With the emotionally charged pop song Graduation, brackets Friends Forever by American pop singer Vitamin C, bellowing through the office PA a couple of days ago with 193 staff members packing up their desks into cardboard boxes and heading out the door. Clancy Overall gave a statement to the public saying, there is simply not enough work coming down the pipeline now that uh, Scotty from marketing has removed himself from the public eye and he obviously wishes all 193 employees the best in this vibrant and booming journalism sector. I'm sure they'll find jobs really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know just a huge area um, that's now off the table with Scott Morrison gone. So uh, yeah, a bit of a reconfiguration here in the newsroom. And up next, the headline reads... Have you made a series of career-defining fuck-ups? You should try playfully quoting Taylor Swift. Yeah, so this piece came about after the boss of the New South Wales Police Force and former Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who we just mentioned, attempted to deflect from some heated scrutiny by referencing megastar Taylor Swift. So what we've done is we've actually released a simple five-step play to get you out of trouble if you find that you've fucked up your job. The first step, 
admit it early. If you fuck up, you got to show up. Second, take a moment to recuperate. So disappear from the public view. Tell your media advisors to tell the public to wait for a press conference where you'll not be taking questions from anyone except reporters with a proven track record of protecting your reputation. Then three, you accept the consequences with your chin up by explaining what went wrong and accepting them. But make sure you avoid sharing how things went wrong and just make the public generally wait to find that out, um, hopefully when all the stress has died down. Four, you address any burned bridges. Um, you, you know, you insist that your employees should still be allowed to take part in a community event that was created to protest against the kind of oversight and cruel indifference that you're being accused of. And then finally, number five, you playfully quote Taylor Swift lyrics in completely inappropriate circumstances. So this is the ultimate get out of jail free card. No matter what you're facing up to, quoting Taylor Swift will make you seem human and fun. And fun humans can't be held responsible for gross negligence or harboring a toxic culture that results maybe in tragedy. Quote Taylor Swift, that's a simple thing to do. And up next, this one got a few uh, heated comments, Mm. didn't it, Wendell? Yeah, some very angry comments. The gender pay gap is a myth, says bloke who earns 190k a year driving a big Tonka truck. Yes, big Tonka truck of... Economists and social theorists are eating humble pie. It's fair to say, after being destroyed by a Gold Coast man named Brenton Thomas. After a big week of people in the media discussing the effects of the gender pay gap, experts have been left shattered by revelations from Brenton that the whole thing just doesn't exist. Yes, a bloke with minimal qualifications who drives a big truck in an open-cut mine explained to the advocate that it's literally illegal not to pay someone the same rate for the same job, completely ignoring the fact that male-dominated industries get paid much better than female-dominated sectors like childcare, nursing and so on. And blokes are often promoted to higher-paying positions ahead of women. As far as Brenton's concerned, if you want a better-paying job, go and get it. Yeah, go drive a Tonka truck. Effie, you want to get paid 190k, head out there and drive the Tonka truck. Economists are yet to respond to that devastating uh, statement from Brenton, but childcare workers on 23 bucks an hour probably aren't going to get paid more than Brenton's prolonged toilet break uh, at any point moving forward. So there you go. And our last story of the week is a romance one from down in Sydney. It's quite a nice one. It's uh, it's about a Blink-182 dad who met a Taylor Swift mum and said, please, it's on me, opening up his Velcro chain wallet and buying her a drink. Dominic Hines was attending the Blink-182 show down in Sydney with his son over the weekend when he spotted an attractive woman wearing white cowboy boots and a sequin dress, which Swifties will recognise as a costume from part of Swift's Fearless era. Mm. Wearing a set of shin swingers himself, which were paired perfectly with a chain wallet and checkered vans, Dominic could be seen giving himself a pep talk as he mustered the courage to approach the stunner waiting in the line next to him who was just about to fork out 15 bucks for a mango seltzer. He found the perfect opportunity to make a great impression, opening up his Velcro camouflage wallet with a loud rip and pulling out a $20 like it was 2003 all over again. Please. He said, handing over the cash as he locked eyes with the woman, it's on me. And then a series of back and forth banter uh, unfolded in front of their embarrassed children. And it was confirmed that Dominic was able to score Sarah's number. uh, And they could be heard happily blasting the song Fell in Love from the new Blink-182 album One More Time on the way home in his panel van. Now, that's a love story, eh? 
It certainly is. He was a punk. She did ballet. What more can I say? Ah, oh, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's where we'll end the week. Um, if you know, I've got a bit to do, uh, mm. given all these retrenchments and so on. So we'll leave you to no it. No pay rise, though. No. Have a great weekend. Bye bye.